Morning. This is wood, concrete, and glass. Um, yesterday we, we discussed the, the stag process, this, this model of, of uh, process design that I've sort of, sort of loosely come up with. And I'm sort of exploring it as I explain it, <laughs> one of those things. And um, we talked about the study required at the start of a project. Um, study is important to, to really set the table for, for what you want to do, to investigate for yourself whether or not it's going to work out. Um, and really build your expectations of the process. So if you, if you know yourself whether or not you're going to be able to do it, then um, you don't waste your time going to people and paying the money. Right? It's, it's sort of incumbent on you as the homeowner to, to uh, get yourself set up and not get taken advantage of because some people out there, professionals, as I said, professionals in quotes yesterday, will know exactly what you can and can't do on your property and yet they'll run you through um, the process of, of setting up design plans and, and that sort of thing just just to make themselves a couple bucks right so um, be very careful with uh, with how you um, set yourself up for for either success or failure it's up it's it's up to you and this, this stuff isn't rocket science especially at the at the information gathering stage Get your Manila file folder out. Get get collecting all that all that great information. So I mentioned yesterday you want to go online, see what sort of resources um, your local municipality has from an online perspective. Um, I would download. I mean, with a PDF these days, I would get a complete copy of the um, zoning bylaw. Um, understand how the zoning bylaw is set up what the definitions mean. I mean, this is just a matter of, of spending a couple hours reading the zoning bylaw. It's not a, it's not a huge task. Um, zoning bylaws are comprehensive for the entire um, scope of a municipality or local government. So it's going to give you all the stuff for industrial, for, you know, depending on the, the nature of, your, of where you live. Um, there could be multiple... Um, zoning types like commercial and industrial um high rise all these sort of things right so all that stuff is really information that you don't need to redevelop on your property so you can just skip that entirely but you're going to go through the residential section um, you're going to determine what your zoning is because that just simplifies that zoning bylaw to very to maybe 20 pages that applies to whatever you're doing read those 20 pages to understand what what um, is expected of you and then go go back through your file folder and see what what images what things that caught your mind um, what things that caught your attention I should say and see how they fit with what is being described in the uh, in that zoning bylaw um, areas of uh, of concern um, or areas of interest in the zoning bylaw can be your specific zoning as mentioned um, it can be the interpretations section um, could be something like that um, it'll be right in front of the residential section and it sort of it sort of drops blanket statements over top of every single individual zoning um, and there will be one called like general regulations so those are specific statements that cover specific um, building situations that pertain to 
residential, industrial, commercial, all these things. So there's, there's two sort of general areas like that. In my bylaw, it's, it's uh, general regulations and interpretations, but it could be sort of different, um, a different term used. Um, if, you, if you do have questions, contact your local municipality and ask uh, the front counter staff or, or whoever you can get a hold of um, what, what applies to your residential zoning other than just the zoning itself. So, um, busy day here on my walk but um, so what I would what I would recommend there is um, is figuring out a way to to get a point of contact at this stage once you really start digging into the zoning requirements because you need some sometimes you need somebody to bounce the ideas off of um, also like highlighted terms or italicized terms in your specific zoning will be found in the um, in the glossary, understand what the the municipality's um, you know uh, definition of building height is, or what the um, required um, setback like set understand what a setback means, how they define front setback, rear setback, like all that stuff is very clearly laid out in in a zoning bylaw. And the, there could even be diagrams and all that sort of stuff, but it's, it's a great place to, to, um, to start. Uh, a lot of people get really overwhelmed because they see this big binder getting dropped on the counter when you ask to see the zoning bylaw. But really, only about 20 or 30 pages apply to um, a residential um, renovation or rebuild. So, I mean, that's a great place to start. Um, this all still adds into that study section of the uh, of the process. So just ensure that um, you 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 are starting at zoning because don't don't go to anybody and ask them about this aside from the people at the front counter. Um, but this is a good place to sort of to get your feet wet in understanding understanding how your lot. Um, interacts with the rest of the lots in the neighborhood um, and uh, you'll start to see patterns like once you understand what the zoning is you'll, you'll start to see patterns in your neighborhood you'll start to understand why things are placed in certain positions and uh, it, actually, it actually brings quite a lot of uh, um, joy <laughs> I could say for me as a, as a plans examiner it's sort of maybe not the right word but when, when you start understanding things, it's like, it's like if you watch a sport on TV. You watch a sport on TV, say if I watched cricket, I don't know what's going on. So it's sort of like, yeah, okay, this is interesting, but like I, I enjoy the pure athleticism of it. But a someone understanding brings interest, right? So once you, uh, once you start understanding, no problem. Once you start understanding, um, what what's going on and you can start looking for it and you become interested in it so once you understand your zoning again start collecting zoning related things in your manila folder right now it's now it's how to how to get around maybe setback challenges or or where you can uh, 
where you can expand with types of living space that don't actually uh, correspond with setback requirements or you know you'll start to see these little these little areas of wiggle room um, that where you can actually affect your design in a way that you get what you want but you're not asking for um, you know zoning relaxation or anything like that but you know it, it starts to build this uh, this understanding which uh, which always uh, creates a, a level of interest in in what you're doing so that's the that's the study component um, not fully laid out but sort of gives you a taste of it um, tomorrow I'll probably get into the teach component and I'll give you a little preview once you have sort of started to lay out your site um, on a piece of paper you've sketched down the the, the rough zoning the rough uh, setbacks zoning meaning um, you know how big you're potentially allowed to build like depending on on of course where you're where you're living you may have um, a floor space ratio or you may have uh, units per hectare or you may have a zoning like a minimum floor space that was um, in my municipality that was back in the in the early 60s they had a zoning that um, didn't um, it didn't specify for maximum square footage is allowed it's specified for minimum square footages which is like completely counterintuitive to what we have today um, today everybody's trying to max on their lot back then it was at, you know make sure you build something at least a thousand square feet so that you know you <laughs> so that people have a place to live I, it, it's just a, a bizarre sort of way but things change over time right um, in this study um, section of this process you got to keep in mind um, title so if you've recently purchased the process or the project or the, the lot you'll you'll have received a title search um, in the purchase process um, or or the title I think in the States they, they have a bit of a different process where there's a title agent well they should provide you not only with the um, title search but the, the lawyer should provide you that um, a document trail of all the documents registered on title for the property um, and those documents can become quite integral to uh, to how the project can can be built out what you might find is that you have a piece of documentation on the property that triggers a completely different path and those can be like absolutely game-changing um, because it, it points you in a completely different direction. I can't believe I almost forgot to mention this part of it because it is so crucial at the start of your study process to gather the, gather the ideas of what you have, then go through to um, title search first. <laughs> I sort of, sort of blew it on that one. Title search first, check to see if there's any documents that affect which... Um, zoning or any other restrictions could even be building covenants on there that that specify materials and and that sort of thing um, but you always want to get a title search done first go down that rabbit hole because it could take you to a completely different section of the bylaw or a different version of the bylaw than what's current and uh, and go from there um, going down the, the path of, of, uh, of you know 
educating yourself on that section of the bylaw or that version of the bylaw and uh, and building that knowledge from there so that'll that'll get you started I sort of did it in reverse order there but uh, hopefully that works for you have a good day